So now um, we've gone from the Dave McGunner show to the, the D&D show. Uh, we have special guest star uh, Dan Youngst, um, a fan of the show, presumably, hopefully still. Um. <laughs> I am still a fan. Um, thanks for having me, Dave. I really appreciate it. Um, it's really been uh, fun to be here at Red Hat Summit, and so I'm excited to be doing a live show with you for here from Summit. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can't do the... Uh, Red Hat Summit without a bazillion open shift revelations and announcements and stuff. So, so unload. What, 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 okay. Let it all awesome. out. Well, we have totally announced a ton of really cool stuff. We are super excited. Um, the first, you know, I think the first thing to cover off of is that now we're actually um, folding cheese into our crust, and we call it stuffed crust. So that's like revolutionary in the industry. We, we're excited about that. Okay. We're also offering a choice now of sausage or pepperoni. So nice. That those are some of the key highlights, I think. So th um, these are like product code names. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yes, and it's our new offering from uh, Pizza as a Service. Right. Um, Pez. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, just all kidding aside. Um, we uh, have had a pretty good week. Uh, we've had, uh, I think, announcements about OpenShift coming out every day, and we've also been covered in the keynotes almost every time yeah. by folks like Jim Whitehurst and Paul Cormier and Brian Stevens and, you know, all these luminaries, even in the Dell keynote. Um, the uh, I'll start with the Dell announcement, which was today. Uh, they've announced that they're uh, folding OpenShift into their cloud offerings and, mm -hmm. and jumping on the OpenShift bandwagon, right? So we're super excited to have a big partner like Dell who has recognized the value of OpenShift and the whole Red, stack, Red Hat stack that it's built on. Mm -hmm. And um, we look really forward to work, uh, look forward to working with them on that. Um, going back to Monday, we announced uh, an online marketplace for OpenShift yeah. Online. So this is a, kind of a new venture for Red Hat, mm -hmm. um, being able to provide a marketplace where our customers can go get uh, services and products from our, our ISV partners, right? <clears throat> so the OpenShift Online marketplace is uh, explicitly for OpenShift Online today, and it has a bunch of cartridges that can be downloaded and run, and people can run in their OpenShift Online applications. Um, and these cartridges provide services from uh, third-party vendors, and they're all SaaS-based services. So, right, so right, right. New Relic, for example, for application performance mo management. Um, you know, database as a service. A bunch of different vendors are up there now. We'll, we'll probably up. never <laughs> see like SAP <laughs> as an OpenShift. Not as a, a SaaS uh, add-on to uh, to an OpenShift application, I don't think. But, no. Uh, uh, SAP. I we just had an announcement for that. Yeah, SAP is they're uh, building cartridges for us. Okay. Um, so what's up with that? I saw that in a little bit. SAP, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah which is interesting because uh, you know they're a big company. They have lots of partners and play in lots of different areas, and uh, we're excited to have them involved in with OpenShift as well. So they built some cartridges around the Sybase product family, okay. so you can uh, 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 plug in. Uh, Sybase technologies into your OpenShift applications, mm -hmm. and these will be available for uh, either OpenShift Enterprise, the private paths, or for OpenShift Online uh, as well. And okay. so, yeah, so that was pretty exciting. Uh, so the marketplace is, is really interesting, and we've got a lot of kind of good buzz around it. We, it's you know, one way that we want to encourage the growth of our ecosystem by giving our partners a way to monetize you know, their interaction with us, right? Right, so, right. So we're excited about that. Um, we also announced. Um, uh, some new advancements uh, that we're working on in the area of uh, containers, Linux mm -hmm. containers, right? Mm -hmm. So there's been a lot of buzz around this, and oh, yeah. it's been a, a few, quite a few press releases. Um, but we've been working very closely uh, on the OpenShift team with um, a couple of other groups. One is the Docker uh, project, Never heard. right? Never heard. <laughs> 
and then also the uh, Red Hat Enterprise Linux uh, right. team as well, yeah, right? Because yeah. they're very interested in this stuff. And so the three groups have gotten together, and we've uh, we're moving moving the container space radically forward. Um, what we announced uh, this week was something called Red Hat Enterprise Linux. Linux Atomic Container Host, mm -hmm. which is really a kind of a skinning down version of RHEL, right, right. really designed just to run containers, right? Mm -hmm. And so it supports the Docker container format. You can uh, build Docker images and then run those Docker containers on top of RHEL Atomic uh, very easily. <clears throat> so um, so that's uh, kind of the, the first step in, in getting Docker into the RHEL, the RHEL uh, ecosystem and, and family. Um, and then when the OpenShift team is working with, uh, with that as well, and we've... Um, built something called Gear D, mm -hmm. which is a, a big chunk of the OpenShift orchestration and infrastructure, um, which can now be used with Red Hat, Rail Atomic and mm -hmm. Docker. Mm -hmm. So now you can you can run Docker containers and, and be able to leverage some of the benefits of a PaaS-like solution. Right. So that, that's just the first step. This is all in the open source uh, community. It's in the upstream, right? The uh, Atomic orange, project. Oh, OpenShift <laughs> Origin too? Or, um, or well, that's is where Gear D <laughs> living in there? Or is that it's not in Origin yet, but that's okay. where we're taking it, right? So we're, we're going to be going forward. We're going to be bringing the Docker stuff into Origin, mm -hmm. bringing GearD uh, into Origin as well, and, and really driving that forward so that ultimately you'll be able to run an OpenShift PaaS and mm -hmm. put in a, a Docker container or pull that same Docker container out and run it on RHEL um, yep. or in one other operating systems as well. So, so pretty exciting stuff. We think it's really kind of the leading edge of, of where the PaaS space is going, and we're excited to be uh, helping drive that as well. And, yeah. uh, so that was, uh, you know, got a lot of buzz around that uh, here at the show as well. Nice, nice. I, I can imagine, like I was, I was talking to, uh, we just did a recording earlier with uh, James Kirkland uh, where he does a lot of things for the uh, Internet of Things and the intelligence systems of you know, being able to get um, uh, applications to run on, say, like trains or tactical vehicles and things like that and about how it's really compelling to be able to do all your development in OpenShift but be able to maybe deploy it on a, a small form factor system running yeah. uh, rel atomic, um, but <clears throat> but you can get that best of both worlds of being able to rapidly develop something, but also have this image based format that uh, or a Docker image that you could blast down to, um, you know, basically flash your your embedded device with the latest. Right. Yeah, it's um, it really brings a whole new meaning to the term application portability. Right. Right. You know, it can really move things around. Uh, it also is going to really help with. One of the challenges that a lot of our enterprise customers have had when they begin thinking about PaaS is, what about all these legacy applications that they've had, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and they want to run, move them into the cloud, but how do they do that? So this isn't the complete answer, but Docker containers and, and the container technology can help that because you can encapsulate that older application perhaps and then mm -hmm. be able to run it in the, in the OpenShift PaaS or on RHEL or on OpenStack or, or wherever. So. Definitely going to be some good benefits. Uh, it's also going to bring some some more uh, powerful networking capabilities to mm -hmm. to the environment, so you can run more real enterprise class applications that are that are doing different types of networking and in, in, in uh, interred applications, you know, that are composable and and um, doing lots of different. Uh, uh, types of web services calls and REST API calls and using ActiveMQ and, and you know, messaging and, and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, and I, I saw Steve has a book, <clears throat> O'Reilly book out. Yep, um, our preeminent uh, OpenShift evangelist, Steve Pusty, has, uh, and actually Katie Miller as well, who's also an evangelist, uh, published an O'Reilly book on getting started with OpenShift. So yeah, was it like a free download or something? It's, a, something it's like. a free ebook download, and um, and you can also get the hard copy. We were giving them out at the show today. Oh, so. wow, nice. <clears throat> I'm going to take one home to myself. And hopefully he'll get started on an open shift. So. Excellent, excellent, cool, cool. So what? Any anything else going on? What's anything new with uh, OpenShift Online? 
the marketplace was you know the big uh, initiative mm -hmm. there. Um, we've also been talking here a lot about something we announced a couple of weeks ago, which is um, the, the fact that we're actually bringing .NET capability to OpenShift, right, um, yes, which yes. is blowing a lot of people's minds. Right? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, it's lions <laughs> laying down with lambs and yeah. <laughs> the sign of the end times or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. So no, it's really cool. So we had a lot of demand for for. Uh, from our big enterprise customers, the big banks and the telcos that they love the PaaS notion. They love being able to do Java development mm -hmm. or LAMP stack development in the PaaS. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they also have big .NET environments, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe half their development could be .NET and, mm -hmm. um, and on Windows. And so they asked if they could, you know, could they do that in, in the OpenShift environment? And so we put our thinking caps on and we actually reached out to a partner, uh, Uhuru Software, Right. Who's out of Seattle? They're a bunch of ex Microsoft guys. They're like super, super smart, and uh, they actually built an extension to OpenShift that allows you to run Windows native servers uh, as OpenShift nodes, and it's all managed by the OpenShift broker. So to the developer, it looks just like OpenShift today, but now he has a new option. He can click .NET as mm -hmm. his application mm -hmm. type, and that will actually reach out to the Windows servers, spin up a what's essentially a container on Windows, and, and put the .NET CLR in it and give it to the developer. So, so now you have the full OpenShift goodness, but you, across Java, LAMP, and .NET as well, and yeah. native on Windows. So. And that, that's exciting too, because um, I know with a lot of times whenever we would have uh, classic JBoss conversations with customers, and they say, oh, I'm a .NET shop, and you just typically say, oh, well, let's talk about something different, and, and you change the subject, where now we actually have something really great to talk about yeah. uh, with this offering. Yeah. Yeah, so we've also had a number of great uh, customer interactions here at the show, uh, meetings with prospective customers, but also sessions and panels with our existing customers, uh, such as Cisco and Boeing and CenturyLink, uh, DreamWorks, and uh, University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, gotten a lot of good information from them about how they're using OpenShift uh, today and, and the value that it's bringing to them. Uh, one of the, the themes that's really coming out of all this is that um, Customers are really interested in accelerating application delivery, right? And that's kind of one of our messages about OpenShift. That's what you can do with it. Um, but they they want to do that. They they also you know maybe want to get to a DevOps type of approach, a type of methodology, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the DevOps is, is more than technology. It's certainly a cultural change, and, and you need to get teams working together and collaborating. But technology can also help as well. So a technology that can give you standardized environments, give you automatic provisioning, give you a rapid prototyping capability and self-service for developers, and give you continuous integration and continuous delivery. All these capabilities really help enable the whole DevOps process. And guess what tool can do that? Well, OpenShift has a lot of that stuff baked into it. So we've had some really interesting conversations around that um, with folks like Cisco who, who like that. Uh, Cisco in particular is really enamored with the idea um, that it, what OpenShift enables is often for developers a, a form of rapid prototyping, right? Yeah. When they have an idea, they can just click a button, start coding it, and if it if it's if it resonates and, and works, then they keep it, right? But if it's something if it's a you know if if it doesn't work, then they just click the delete button and yep. the resources go back into the pool. So, um, so they love that ability. You know, they're not having to spin up a whole VM for that developer, or which he then request something, right? And request something, provision right? Provision it, and patch it, and lock exactly. it down. Yeah. And uh, because you know what they found was that once you give developers a VM, they don't ever give it back, right? Right. 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 <laughs> And so, uh, so you have VM sprawl and everything, and, and the you know the past technology can really help with that. So this notion of rapid prototyping and experimentation, which mm -hmm. is actually an, another kind of fundamental tenet of DevOps, right? Uh, experimenting in small changes often and actually pushing those to production um, are key kind of tenets of, of DevOps, and that's really enabled by this by this technology by OpenShift. And and now we're having customers talking about that, and that's how, and it's impacting their their business and, and making them more successful. 
which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, it's it's always nice to like like with the panel that you had to get customers talking about how they're they're successful with it and, and telling some stories. Do you do you have any other good stories that they were telling as far as how they're using OpenShift? So the Boeing guys are also doing a similar thing. They've got it in their innovation cells, which is like a intentional environments they've set up to allow the engineers to experiment. Mm -hmm. And so they put OpenShift in there and, and just turn the engineers loose and they mm -hmm. come up with new ideas. If one takes off, they spread it across the, uh, the Boeing enterprise. Um, uh, so that's really cool. Uh, DreamWorks is, is doing some cool stuff. They're running OpenShift in production, supporting mobile applications, right? And DreamWorks is a, an interesting business because their world changes like every time a new movie comes out, right? Whenever they right. build a new, create a new movie, they've got to create a bunch of different applications to support that movie, whether they're mobile sites or, or websites or you know games or, or whatever it is. And so they're always having to turn new applications in, into development, and they're doing that on OpenShift Enterprise, and you know it's enabled them to just move faster and, and get those you know, those those mobile applications, those games, whatever they are, mm -hmm. uh, up and running. So, nice. Yeah, it's been really cool. Nice, nice. So, anything else you wanted to hit on while mm -hmm. while we're together? Um, don't think so. Uh, we've um, talked to a good number of uh, good public sector customers as well. Yes, and. Uh, uh, I've met with a number of good uh, public sector partners, uh, such as uh, Booz Allen and Autonomic, yes. and I uh, yes. want to put plugs in for those guys. Um, uh, really good conversations, lots of excitement and energy around OpenShift um, and Red Hat in general, you know, mm -hmm. in the public sector, as you know. But uh, so it's been very energizing to be out here this week and, and you just feel the buzz and the excitement. Yeah, I was on a panel with uh, Booz Allen uh, today, and I'm, I'll be interviewing uh, Nirmal tomorrow oh, good. Uh, for the podcast. Yep. So that, that's probably going to be the next episode coming up. So. Yep. Cool. Nirmal's awesome. Uh, he's a bit of an OpenShift fanboy, so you got to watch out for that. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I hate that. I'm sure you hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. exactly. All right. So, um, Dan, with all the things that we talked about, and, and I'm sure Gunners took great notes uh, for the show notes, um, if uh, where should uh, we go for show notes uh, for all that? Um, so I think if you hit dgshow.org, you should be able to find a lot of good resources that talk that cover uh, what we talked about here today. Yeah, yeah. Plus uh, the previous episode where, where you guest starred at last summit, so people can catch up on that. I know exactly. It's been, we got to do it more often. You know, like we yeah. can't do it like once a year. That's ridiculous. No, yeah. it is. It is. But we still talk about uh, OpenShift a lot. Yeah, I know. Oh, um, one last thing before we go. Um, have you? Uh, tuned into any of the DevNation stuff, knowing that OpenShift is, uh, what's your take on DevNation? Um, so I thought DevNation was really cool. And, yeah. you know, I, I look forward to seeing it again next year. And we had some great speakers here, um, uh, including guys from Facebook and, and Twitter and, and Netflix and uh, Gene Kim, who wrote really the, the, almost the DevOps Bible now, um, the, the Phoenix, Phoenix Project, Project, right? Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. so, uh, and actually my, my pitch uh, that I gave um, with the Cisco guy talked about DevOps and, and I used a lot of Gene's uh, um, ideas uh, in that. And so it was really good to meet him and, and, and talk to him about that. And, and uh, you know, he, liked, he liked what we were doing so he's like yeah he really likes OpenShift he's a, he's a fanboy too of OpenShift nice. so um, but yeah I thought DevNation was really cool and, and I think we need to build on it and, and grow it and do it again yeah yeah I, I think that uh, I, I can't wait for us to do it again next year because I think it'll be even bigger and better because it was like the first time that we've done uh, such a thing yeah. um, and so that's that's gonna be really exciting <clears throat> yep yep and it's been fun being out here in San Francisco um, for a change right it's been, yes. it's been a neat environment to have this and get a little uh get the industry buzz going around a red hat. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks, Dan. And right. uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Okay. Thanks, Dave. And thanks, Gunner.